0: All the adventures of a librarian-turned-sniper, Liberty Schoenhauer, who finds that aliens started the zombie apocalypse. These things happen. She is aided by the great-uncle Danny Tuff Snails, and together they try and save as many people in the book Liberty's Run. Book one is out now at amazon and mythmark and book two is coming soon in august
1: and now enjoy this free jzo modcast show hey there this is ralph
0: garman and you are listening to the world of myth bits you made an excellent choice
1: Welcome to the world of MythBits. I am your host, Jenna Sparks, and this is episode 180. And again, welcome to the world of Myth Bits, well, episode one hundred and eighty. geez, we're getting precariously close to two hundred. That's a little wild. <laughs> so, uh, what a week it has been! It has been. It has been a week. A week it has been. <laughs> So we uh, are coming up to the review episode next week Fear not, my friends It is coming, it is on its way uh, In the meantime, we have reached the end The the completion of the series In this episode of my interview My conversation with David K. Montoya uh, And so, like I said, next week That means we will come back with the review Woohoo! Uh, and, uh, again, like I said, it's been, it's been a week. I'm tired. It's been a tiring week. That sunburn last week is gross. Uh, I don't do the sun. <laughs> I don't like the sun. Okay. Anyway, I'm sure you guys just love to hear my ramble. Uh, anyway, let's jump into housekeeping because there is a nice little handful. So... Dark Myth Publications is absolutely proud to announce that it's newest release by Australian award-winning author Marine Ahmed with her book Incandescence, which goes on sale tomorrow at Mythmore and everywhere books are sold. Very exciting. Dark Myth Comics' new editor-in-chief is going to meet with Dave and discuss the direction the brand is going as American Smash issue shit- I- issue- issue six- was turned in for inking this past weekend. That is very hard. Issue six. Issue six. <laughs> Was turned in for inking uh, this past weekend. There we go. New Wave Comics Dur magazine is formally taking submissions for its first issue. Go to newwavecomics.com and click the link Durr. D-U-R-R. Uh, deadline for round two of the open contract challenge is... Only in four days. Get those chapters turned in before it is too late. Do not miss your opportunity. And over at the j Modcast, uh, we would like to welcome Kevin Hoskinson as the host for season six of My Life as an American Nerd, which will begin this month. And over at MythMart, Dave is attempting to arrange a meeting with Alan Russo and West Coast director Gary Falls and strategize for the global expansion project. Additionally, it appears that an agreement to use, unfortunately, the Apple Valley Inn for the next PCE could not be reached. So Dave will reach out to other venues. Outsider Distribution has received some extra help from OCC director Walter G. Esselman, who has stepped in to help Christopher Harris in the task of contacting over 600 comic book stores. And speaking of our dear friend Walter, we would like to wish him an absolutely uh, delightful, magnificent birthday one day late, but (laughs) a phenomenal birthday. I hope it was spectacular, sir. And the board of directors has officially been split into two, and the advisory committee has officially begun as well. Ellen Uruso, I like saying Ellen Uruso. Uh, and his team will meet on the 12th to discuss the purpose of the committee and go over things that have been spotted already within the company. A uh, Birthday boy, Walter, <laughs> who is the chairman, will conduct the leadership board's first meeting in July. And the board of directors will meet Saturday the 18th to talk about everything as a whole. And, finally, the World of Myth magazine is having two issues this month. First is our special Pride Month edition and our traditional publication due out on the 24th. So, contact Steph at stephaniebardy at theworldofmyth.com for more information. And please, 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 please read the guidelines before submitting. So, yeah, it is is Pride Month. And uh, one thing that I... Always try to kind of go by during Pride because uh, I I am a member of the LGBTQ community. Um, <clears throat> but something I try to remind people is, you know, uh, Pride has kind of become very gimmicky, unfortunately, in recent years because of mega corporations deciding that they can capitalize on it. Uh, Pride is actually a very, I mean you know, I don't want to sit here and talk about trauma or traumatic experiences, but, you know, if if you have the thought, well, what about celebrating XYZ? You know, where where's the month for this? Um, I suggest, you know, opening up a couple tabs in your web browser and, and doing some light reading. <laughs> you know, there's there's amazing information out there. And uh don't don't read only the sad stuff read also the excellent stuff um you know the the wonderful things the good things the positive things um because yeah it's 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 a big thing it's a big thing to remember why we are here you know why why everything is the way it is today and with horrible horrible legislature um not even legislature, just attacks on children, you know, on trans youth. Um, not not very um, hopeful for the future in terms of the safety of our kids regarding uh, the ability to exist, <laughs> you know, um, as trans kids, uh, which is really, really upsetting. So anyway, because I like to depress us all on, Pri- on Pride Month, in Pride Month, <laughs> <laughs> you guys I said it's been a week okay it has been a week all right so let's jump into something a little bit less morose and Jenna you know uh, fewer dulcet tones from me uh and like I said we have our final final piece um of the conversation and an interview in which I get to sit down with David K. Montoya. And really go over uh, a lot of discussion regarding the future of of uh, the entire magazine, the future of PCE, the future of I mean all of the above, if you will. And without further ado, I present to you the final part. And I hope you enjoy. I hope you have enjoyed this series, uh, especially up to now, because. Uh, We get into a lot, I mean, I don't know, I had so much fun. I think we, we kind of covered a lot of really interesting territory that otherwise might not have known. So yeah, so please enjoy and thank you so much for listening. So without further ado. So let's jump to May of 2018, if you will. Uh, you visited a convention, and I'm assuming it was Comic Con Revolution, yes. uh, which is an amazing event. And that also started to get your gears moving, you know. And I feel like this is, uh, this could be a very like blah question, but I hope you understand the context in which I mean it. Uh, what was it about the environment? that engaged you to the point where you were so inspired to implement it into phase three of your grand plan
0: bravo on knowing that was phase three
1: <laughs> um, I told you I've read the literature <laughs> <laughs> that was the last thing I read <laughs> the rise and fall of dark myth, or the world of myth dark myth
0: Honestly, of course, with everything in my life comes a story. (laughs) So it was for my birthday, 41st birthday. And it was supposed to be a family, Audi. Randy was with me, Uh, Jay, and the girls. We all went down to Ontario, bought a hotel room. It was going to be a two-day event, and I remember we had to wait in this long line. And Jay was so excited; <laughs> he was chatting with the cosplayer. We got rained on. He thought that was fun because it was a light sprinkle, so it wasn't that bad. He was just getting so excited. And then we walked inside. And we had a complete meltdown. Oh. It was in that moment that I realized that I wanted to create something for him. And for people like him. And the original concept was Jason Monk.
1: <laughs> Easy rolls off the tongue.
0: Yeah, it does, but what the hell is a Jaisalmer song?
1: Yeah, with yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: that's not a good idea.
1: I'm like, come on! I have good ideas.
0: <laughs> I never have bad ideas. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in a group chat. We were all talking. It was Steph, Mike Lukes, myself. I think Randy was involved in the chat. Pretty sure he was, too. And we were coming up with names. And then it came in Jay's Pop Culture Expo. Yep. And Mike. Lutz, I was like, oh, PC PCX. And I was like, no, that isn't flow." PCE does. It's the C and the E hit that same octave. Yes, I put way too much thought.
1: Into <laughs> the science of the <laughs>
0: Yeah. And so originally, it was meant to be small. For Jay, that was it. That was the whole thing. And Sam Quasman, who who is the voice of Donald Duck, he came on board. And when he came on board, he legitimized the event. We had to go bigger and bigger and bigger. And of course, Lisa Wilcox from Nightmare on the Street, and then Marilyn Gigliotti from Clerks. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Boy Central. Uh, then Jeff Davis from Elm Street And then I'm trying to remember Oh we had uh, The Voice of Donald I can't think of his name
1: I don't know like, It feels like it was so long ago Is my problem
0: And that's why it was so important to have the SST, the sensory sensitive ticket, Mm -hmm. because it turned into a big expo, but I still wanted that time for Jay and people like Jay to walk around without the chaos. So I hope that answered your question.
1: well I mean, and and i I don't want to drift on this subject too long, but I think that kind of falls into because we recently had a, a a lengthy conversation about the future mm-hmm. of p c e and again i don't I don't want to say anything, but I think you know what we did talk about, which I'm sure will make it to the public's ears at some point, you know, what we did talk about, I think that kind of Brings it back to the original vision. The, yes. you know, ensuring the, the safety, the safety of you know kids like Jay, and making sure that they they are having the time of their lives in, in an environment where, you know, they get to have that that unfiltered excitement. Yes, you know, and I think I think. I don't know. I, I think, I think what we talked about. It anyway, so <laughs> I know people are listening and going. Just say what you talked about. I can't yet, but until then, I I want to circle back to PCE. Okay. Um, but this the the year you went to, um, Comic Con Revolution in 2018. Mm-hmm. That was actually the same year, which I know you've talked about, but. I feel like we would be completely remiss uh, if we didn't talk about a Miss Stephanie J. Body, uh, who has become not only a staple within the magazine, but a powerhouse in and of herself uh, within the company and just our lives. So Mike Lutz, uh, he passed you her book, right? Like he was the one who gave you her book. (laughs) uh, And you decided, all right, it's time. I've got to get into publishing again. Uh, What what was it about Stephanie's work specifically that reignited your desire to jump back into, you know, self-publishing, micro-publishing and all that?
0: Mm step three phase one (laughs) find new author have them do six months of the world of myth oh no Find, find new author for new book in 2018 if new author has them do six months of the world of myth Find editor for the book, develop cover for the book, figure out what brand to use. It was step three. (laughs) Step three, phase one.
1: (laughs) And you found the author.
0: Uh,
1: uh, The author found
0: you. I was still very much a gym rat. So I didn't really dedicate a lot of time for business. And when I read her manuscript, I just thought it was so cleverly written. <laughs> um, and I was like, when I finished it, I was like, "This is it. This is the book that I'm going to rebuild the company on." And I told her that I rebuilt this. No company pressure, on Stephanie, but her book, yeah. <laughs> And she, she is the most reliable person I know. And yeah. I just said that to her recently. <laughs> There's a lot of great talent. But if you don't follow through, talent not really that uh, useful yeah uh, I say that because we had the fire art intro for our project great artist great talent not reliable not yeah. far through I knew after I got to Melbourne. We were on the same page. And I knew when Mike stepped down, before Mike even stepped down, I knew that neither she was going to become the editor-in-chief of the publishing brand or the magazine or both. Yeah, It just so happens both. And then uh, her loyalty to the company. Because she sees it like I think most of us see it. It's, it's a family. It's the family of creatives. You don't have to be blood to be family.
1: No. It's so, yes. a mutual respect. It's a mutual respect and admiration and a place where people get to be themselves wholeheartedly, you know. Uh, and I think that's what it is.
0: Just be you. Mm-hmm.
1: So let's go back to Scarefare because I did have a beautiful flow, um, <laughs> but we kind of jumped around for a minute, and that's okay. Right. Go ahead. So uh we moved into Scare fans, yes, which was an endeavor proposed by Mr. Alan Russo. Right? He was the yeah, one who like, "We're gonna, we're gonna do this." Thanks, um, so? <laughs> don't worry, we're not gonna revisit that traumatic time. I promise. <laughs> no,
0: it's okay. I'm ready.
1: But, but we are getting ready for PCE three yes. uh, later this year. And it sucks because, you know, unfortunately there have been circumstances that occur that, you know, they're not really avoidable. It just life happens. Yeah. But so far, you know, instances like that aside, the, the mishaps, you know, rearrangements, postponements, things like that, COVID, all that. Does it feel like the momentum is kind of back in order? You know, does it feel like you're back on, on the road, Yes. With you know, phase five now. Phase no. Phase six Phase five. five. Okay, I confused
0: myself. Yeah, phase five. Yes, that's when we start walking around and selling tickets, or not (laughs) uh, not tickets, but uh, DVDs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think. Now, last episode, you said that you don't think things happen for a reason. But I feel that things happen. (laughs) I think
1: there is serendipitous moments. I do think there are serendipitous moments.
0: But I, I think things happen for the reason of learning. You have to learn in order to move forward. Or if you don't, you get stuck in that loop for the rest of your life. Scarefare was a learning moment. Uh, my thing as me, David K. Montoya, is I love to start things. I love to establish. To show people that I can do it. I can do it by myself. And then I'll hand it to somebody else. So they can go and enjoy what I've built. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. But... Me as a person. I'm still trust me. I want to see the best in everybody. Even when, you know, I realize the bull's charging right at me and I'm wearing a red shirt. I'm still you know, just trying to oh, maybe not. But that was a lesson learned. And another part of that lesson is Some things are not meant to be completely ran by other people. No. I think PCE. Like, I, I, I've asked you to help me, you know, but. To I'm
1: not going to run it. You need run to run it.
0: it. <laughs> yeah, it is, it's going to be me. It would be like someone coming in as a new chairman, CEO of the entire company and they run. That doesn't work. That's that's not right.
1: Yeah. We're not here for someone else's vision, though. We're here for your vision.
0: Well, maybe one day. (laughs) I, I tell Zoe all the time that she's gonna replace me.
1: Yeah, but Zoe's different. Zoe's cool. <laughs> we know Zoe's cool.
0: <laughs> it um it feels right because again we've been knocked down. <laughs> By God we get right back up. Yeah. You're like, how many times is going to happen? <laughs> but you always get up stronger. Mm-hmm. Maybe not physically, but mentally. You're wiser from the things you learn from. And you know, I know that to hold a $40,000 convention, like full on convention in the high desert is not big business. No. So we know that we don't have to reach for those stars because yes, they're obtainable but they're not serviceable. We can, we can achieve that event But we won't get nothing back. Yeah. But if we head into PCE, again, with the knowledge that we have, that we've learned from last year, we can make it a bigger success without spending
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that much money.
1: And being smart with where that money is, the money that is put into it, where it is going, you know, we don't need gimmicks, we don't need um, concerts, we don't need, you know, uh, we don't need an after party, we don't need certain things, because people are there for the artists, people are there to cosplay, yes. people are there to... You check out new comics. People are there for a multitude of reasons. That that was your original vision. Yes. You know, and yeah, it's great. You know, music, all of that. You know, it's it's a whole thing. You know, entertainment is entertainment. Pop culture is pop culture. It influences us in such a m- magnitude of ways. But you're right. You know, it, it it's you know. The getting back up and adapting all of the information accumulated up to this point and putting it forward in a smart and enjoyable way without it becoming uh, detrimental to your health.
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah. No, I'm not even going to try to downplay it. it did, it did.
1: Yeah, we don't need Dave in the hospital. Again, again. <laughs> we just want you working there. <laughs> Not as a patient.
0: You know, Einstein, he, his theory of idiocy is a quote that I always try to approach to business. And the theory of Einstein's idiocy is when you do something over and over and over the exact same way and expecting the different results. Yeah. For me, I try to learn from everything what works, what will make you better. And size-wise, sure, Scarefair was 27 times bigger than the, the first PCE. But in my eyes, I felt that the first PCE was more successful.
1: I think so, too. I agree. It was... The it was force. closer to your original vision.
0: That's, yeah. Because it was pop culture.
1: Yeah, It
0: wasn't segregated into a subculture. Mm-hmm. It was just pop culture. We had the chick from Meatballs, too. I can't remember her name. Oh yeah, we had the 80s, we had the 90s, we had 2000, we had the art, we had the wrestling, we had, I don't know, again, like you said, it was more my vision. But I'm ready. I'm ready for number three. (laughs) they say, three times the charm.
1: I think so. I think, like I said, I think we've found the rhythm, if you will. Um, I think we found, like I said, the the information, the knowledge bank, if you will, of um, keeping too many hands out of the pot, <laughs> to put it nicely, and um, moving forward. And like I said, you know, maintaining that vision, maintaining the goal. There's, like you said, I think that's a very good point. There's no point in putting on a forty, fifty dollars $50,000 event in the high desert. You know, even if it were, you know, that there's just it's it's I mean yes that would be wonderful high desert is also the high desert Uh, (laughs) and it's just why why do that when you know when you know you could have a nice pleasant smaller experience that people are genuinely excited by right you know and that's that's I think the point, and I think that's going to be the beauty of PCE three.
0: It's it's not about how big it is; it's mm-hmm. about what you offer.
1: Exactly. You
0: know, we we talked last week about ideas of who we're trying to bring in. Yeah.
1: Fingers crossed. <laughs> I know everybody's hating this vagueness.
0: Yes. <laughs> That was another thing that I learned from Terry. Yeah. Never publicly make a statement unless it's signed, sealed, and delivered.
1: Yeah, exactly. I totally, totally, totally understand that one. (laughs) So, okay. Uh, Speaking of momentum, though... It, it does seem like uh, circumstances aside, you know, wow. COVID and everything, it, it really does feel like the company is on sturdy ground in terms of the team you've built, which we've talked about, and your ideas and bringing them to uh, into fruition. That being said, what do you think phases aside, let's put phases aside, what does the next year look like? You know, not a business plan, but rather your wildest fantasy regarding the world of myth and PCE and the Jesomodcast network and all of the above.
0: That's a good question.
1: <laughs> I think all of these are great questions. <laughs> <sighs>
0: I'm also a firm believer of if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So, the idea uh, amazing is that every book we produce sells out (laughs) and We start getting like a multi million dollar advertising deal (laughs) for our networks, and one thing I really, 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 really want to do I mean, just like it's I don't know It it kind of gives me that same feeling Of before I started PCE Like it's almost unattainable But I have this image In my head Of a building And it's The Jason Dark Myth Expo Center (laughs) Business-wise That's what I want more than anything. Yeah. I want to not only have a place to have our own expos, but, you know, have our own offices, our own podcasts. I've even played with the idea in season, or not season, but face it of the podcast theater.
1: That's something right there.
0: I'm always thinking. (laughs) I'm always (laughs) dreaming. I'll be on my deathbed. They're like, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Can't die yet. Somebody give me a paper and pen so I can write down one more idea.
1: (laughs) Hopefully by that time you can just inscribe your thoughts into uh, whatever Technology.
0: (laughs) I'm excited. Because we are learning. We are at a point where, honestly, I didn't think it would ever happen. We are bigger as a company now than 2008. Yeah. You know, we have, even though the economy's gone to crap, I still have projects being made. Yeah. You know, comics are being made. Books are still being made.
1: But that's what I mean, where it's like the benefit of maturing and kind of having a better understanding, um, again, another, a, a better knowledge bank of... <clears throat> how to prioritize things and how to know what things will pay for what. Um, You know, if this comes to fruition and you have to take a loss, this will make up for that. You know, you've spent 30 years figuring that out. And I think that's why. I think that's why the company is where it is today.
0: I agree. I agree. It's, I don't remember who read I'm trying to remember who we it recently. But they're like, every time you get to a point, you get knocked down. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, but you missed the point. It's not about the point of getting knocked down. It's the point of getting back up. Mm-hmm. It's more important to get knocked, or knocked up, <laughs> get back <laughs> up than be knocked down.
1: Yeah because
0: when you're on the ground you have that decision do you stay down do you stay in that loop for the rest of your life or do you get up and grow
1: yeah and you might what else have you got to lose when you decide to get up and grow Besides I
0: <laughs> I um I always just try to do the right thing.
1: And I think you have. I think you have. Um I have just a couple more questions. And I know there, you know, we've, we've covered a lot, but like I said, I, I like to kind of revisit certain things. So like what, what, what do you think was the most important moment that you learned the most from in your life? Not even necessarily business, Just in your life. I know that's such a big question. Because you know. There are plenty of moments. But.
0: No I have. I have your answer. (laughs) Going back to the very very beginning. I talked about how. People. Thought I was stupid. And I thought I was stupid. I legitimately did. I thought I was stupid. It was in that moment when I realized I wasn't stupid. Yeah. I was different from everybody I was around. That changed my life. Because that to this day is part of the, the guiding factor of who I am as an individual. Prove you're not dumb.
1: Yeah.
0: Show them that you're as good as you are. Yeah if you can back up your words, you can use your words. And that that was the biggest moment because one single person, her name was Miss Kennedy. She was an English teacher. And I don't remember what day it was. I had written a story. And she goes, Dave, I didn't know you could write. (laughs) I was like, Yeah, you know, I write comic books. She goes, No, 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 no. I mean, write, write. Like, write or write. It was those words that triggered something in my head and made me go, holy crap, I'm not an idiot. I'm not all these things people believed. I only produced what they expected. Mm-hmm. no longer produce what people expect. Produce what you can do. And that's why I'm always reaching for the stars. Because in my little head, there's nothing I
1: can't do. Yeah. And why not? (laughs) Why not? So on that note, um, I think we've traveled a very winding uh, road through perilous and sometimes a bit uh, downcast slopes and streets and whatnot. Uh, so I kind of want to jump into something a little bit more fun. Okay. Uh, you're obviously a fan, just like me. Uh, and I know I am greatly influenced by other creators, uh, and I think I already know the answer to this, <laughs> but who who is the creator? You know, who is, who is the person who has influenced you and kind of just keeps you going, like just continually inspires you?
0: I know you would think I would say Kevin Smith.
1: <laughs> but, but that's the expected answer. That's the
0: expected, yes. Chris Claremont. And when I went to Re- uh, Revolution Comic Con, Revolution, I actually got to meet him for the very first time, and he got teary-eyed. It was it was funny because we were talking, and we were going through the X Men stuff because he he was writing the X Men when I got into comics. He he wrote the X Men for like fourteen years, and. Uh, When we were leaving, when I was leaving, because he, he, everybody else was getting really ticked behind me because he sat and talked to me like 30 minutes, just giving me writing advice and, and, you know.
1: Engaging.
0: Yeah. And I looked at him. I said, thank you for being you because without you, I wouldn't be me. And it just, you can see it this way. He's like, you know, that was, that was awesome. Because without Chris Claremont, I wouldn't become a writer.
1: That makes sense. I get that. I totally get that. And I kind of like that, 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 that twist ending there. <laughs> so I think I have one last question. All right. Okay. One, one last question. And it's the most important question. Okay. Uh, if you could fight anyone, who would you fight?
0: <laughs> like what kind of fight?
1: <laughs> You're supposed to say Gandhi. On that note, did you know Sean did my Fight Club tattoo?
0: <laughs> no, I did not.
1: Yeah, I have a Fight Club tattoo that Sean did. <laughs> oh, well. See, when you said fight somebody,
0: I instantly <laughs> went to this like this short troll, chasing him with a chainsaw. <laughs> That's where my head went. So I just wanted to clarify.
1: <laughs> there you go. Okay. So you. Uh, all right. I got you. <laughs> that was that was the true twist ending. There. Yeah. It's not actually Gandhi. It's a short troll.
0: <laughs> like or clown masks.
1: Oh, stop! I'm still traumatized by clowns. <laughs> I I've, I've never had an issue with clowns. Until last year. (laughs) So I think that that is quite a an intense road we've traveled. Um, And I thank you so, so, so much for your time. I know it uh, probably was very laborious no, not at all <laughs> to go through a lot of those memories and everything um, but I think it's it's so worth it, and I think you know i've gotten to share my thoughts throughout you know our conversations and everything um, but you know i I truly hope people understand the passion and the motivation and the you know insight that has gone into the inception and creation of this network and when I say network I mean this this the family the family of it all you know and um the importance of just just keep doing it you know and I feel like that at the end of the day is just how how everything within the world of myth transpires is just just keep doing it. Keep dreaming exactly, and I think um, think for as long as we can do that, I think we'll be all right.
0: Well said Thank you for having me. It was a fun. I had a blast it was it was really. To travel back in time to reflect on things I hadn't thought about decades. <laughs> Not only did it make me feel old, but it was fun.
1: <laughs> it's a celebration of life. <laughs> Wait, I that makes it really sound really like you around for another 30. You will. You won't. And imagine where you'll be in the next 30 years. <laughs> good places <laughs> and maybe we'll see the the Zomon event center oh, it's, yeah <laughs> come to fruition i i think we will i personally think we will and that is that again thank you so 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 much mr david k montoya for spending Goodness gracious, there's so many hours with me. (laughs) We It was a lot of hours. There was so many hours. But I think they were very well spent, and I had a blast uh, during those conversations. And I hope our audience did, too. And again, I very much look forward to the future of the magazine and PCE and all of the exciting endeavors to come. And um, I think from here on out, there's really only good things to look forward to, right? Hopefully. All right, guys, you can visit us at theworldofmyth.com on Facebook and Twitter at the World of Bits podcast and the World of Myth magazine and on Instagram at the World of Myth So again, thank you so much for listening and until next time.
0: Sha sure.